0: My name is uh, Jabril Osman. I run a platform called Studio One. Uh, We interview international artists, uh, local artists in Toronto and across Canada. The point of the platform for me, because I've written for um, Clash and uh, The 405 and Rap Season and things like that, but I wanted to build a platform that was based in Toronto that uh, highlighted especially Canadian artists in the city and around, so it's a pleasure to get you on, Studio One.
1: Pleasure's all mine, man. This is fun.
0: Cool. Uh, Before we just begin, can you just uh, briefly introduce yourself, and then we'll just get started.
1: I am an artist uh, out of the outskirts of Toronto, uh, R&D, pop, hip-hop, trying to expand all the genres really, I don't want to be put in a box. Um, but the, the main thing is about showing my versatility and and uh, all the meanings and emotions that I can put into the record and, and really show off my writing style, trying to make the, you know, show a uniqueness with that.
0: Yeah, sure. Thank you very much. So, <clears throat> just to start, uh, I know you grew up in uh, Whitby, uh, can you talk to me about what it was like growing up there and when um, when music kind of became, like, a part of your life? I know there's a lot of uh, family influences when it comes to music and music was around. But when do you remember, like, music really being a thing? And talk to me about you know, growing up as well.
1: That's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, and especially in Whippy. Whippy's such a quiet place especially while well, I mean at the time we got some pranksters like uh like Jake Hillhouse and now like where they're really making putting the would be on the map with that kind of stuff um but in terms of music um and at high school I think when I really started feeling like yeah okay I really want to do this full time uh, I don't even think I told this story before I, I made like a little mixtape <laughs> with my with my buddy in his little home studio and um we we made we burned CDs and I made like a hundred copies or something. And I sold them all at my high school for like two bucks a piece. And I ended up with like doing the math, I ended up with like $200 and I was like, Oh my God, I can make money this quick by just, you know, singing on the outside of my high school and giving it to all the people coming in. And I was like, okay, yeah, I really want to do fun. And when it
0: came to music, and when it came to music and and that, was um, was it something that um, you had a lot of support doing, like uh, kind of embarking in that and you know recording songs and kind of showing your friends like your songs? Were you confident in that uh, in in the beginning? Because um, I can just thinking about high school and kind of showing your friends music. You know, it's uh, it's always that. Swaying feeling where people could like it or not. How are you uh, in the confident level of just showing people what you were doing?
1: I think I've always been confident. Um, I, I had a lot. I have a lot of good friends that you know push me and motivate me to keep going. But they've always seen the talent since, since very young. A lot of my friends have known since like kindergarten. So they've always known I was a singer through like my family and like going to church choir. So they've known I could sing for a while, but actually putting it into a, a record or a, like a track and hearing my vocals on a CD there, they always pushed it. They, they understood, okay, this is like bigger than just a singer. Like he, he needs to be out there and, and show this internationally. For sure. So that's always kind of. It? And
0: in those early, uh, early days, uh, performing in church and things like that, talk to me about artists that, you really, uh, um, I guess, geared towards, like uh, artists that kind of influenced you in those early stages. Um, who kind of did you look up to in terms of, you know, these are artists that I really like and these are the artists that I would like to become myself. Who are those artists for you?
1: Uh, first one has to be Party Next Door uh writing style first and obviously his melodies uh that's what really got me into writing certain lyrics and and a certain stylistic to it there's such care in his words when you're hearing how he's singing it sounds like it's coming to life like it sounds like it's i believe everything he's saying just through his his writing um that's first Who's, who's, who's a second drake of course but I think everybody's on. Everybody has to say Drake, especially around Toronto. I'm gonna have to put him in there. Uh, Tory Lanez for sure. His energetic style and his, his quality of music is unbelievable. Especially right now, he's like unmatched. Right now, with that whole quarantine radio and stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and yeah on on that note too, I, I probably feel compelled. I know we're doing an interview and. In, and we're already, like, getting started, but just feeling compelled just that you brought it up with quarantine and things like that. How are you doing with everything going on? Like, not even... Great, I...
1: man. Yeah. Just, uh, honestly, working out and making music. I'm trying to eat a lot healthier right now. I feel... I've been waking up feeling great Been eating a lot of fruits and veggies. <laughs> <laughs> Changed my diet a little bit around, but, yeah, you know, I'm good right now. For sure. I'm a lot YouTube though.
0: Do you consider yourself like a homebody? Like is being home kind of like a nice feeling? I know artists like to, you know, create and be out there, but do you feel comfortable being home? Is it a time to just reflect and things like that?
1: Yeah, for sure. Home home feels is close to heart for me. So it's always it feels good. It feels like a little staycation, but still working in my little home studio I have upstairs.
0: For sure. Now Before we get more deeper into the music, I know your family's talking about you performing in the church and uh, your dad being a musician. Talk to me about how it's been for you becoming an artist of your own and growing and uh, showing your family your music as you continue to grow as an artist. Uh, Talk to me about how that's kind of been.
1: It's been, yeah, it's been crazy. I, I think just like my friends, they've just always been motivating me and encouraging me. They, they're starting to see the talent and see the feedback that we're getting. And it's just more and more excitement and, and anxiousness to keep going. Um,
0: yeah, there's it,
1: it's almost every single family function I go to, they're, they're asking what's coming up next. Let me hear what these sneak peeks. Let me hear these snippets. And it always ends up turning into a celebration of me for a day whenever I see the family. so
0: That's great. Um, so I know you're about to release this new EP, but um, you've released a, a, an EP before this. I would love to know, um, for you personally, what do you see as the growth between the first project you've released and this upcoming one?
1: My versatility, for sure. Uh, Breadwinner was a nice rap soul hip-hop project and this one is pop mixed with R&B mixed with hip-hop but showing my way of it my take on it I think this is a lot more open for other audiences to hear my stuff uh yeah I I sound like I've grown a lot with this music coming out
0: for sure and now with this um now with the new P in question can you talk to me about this like singles and and the way you create your visuals as well um talk to me about how important it is for you beyond the music to really get your um vision across how important for you is you know the videos and things like that
1: crucial i mean we're we're, my whole team and i are very calculated on what needs to be Put into the videos, what needs to be put in match with the music, what I'm saying, and and how we're going to bring that to camera. And that goes that goes beyond just the music videos, that goes on content moving forward and, and like IG, Twitter, YouTube, everything. I think there's there's always a careful calculation on how we're working and, and you know, bringing my brand across to all platforms.
0: Sure. And I know you touched upon it earlier, just this idea of, not wanting to be boxed in, and kind of making uh, music that it's almost hard to really pinpoint whether it's is it pop, is it R and B, and things like that. And of course, like given this new era of music, where you it's really hard for fans now to really pinpoint what an artist sounds like. Um, as an artist, do you feel like this is kind of the best time to make music, just because? it does seem like versatility, like you mentioned, is kind of becoming this cool norm where you can kind of really make what you want. Uh, how do you see that?
1: I love that. Yeah. I, there's I, there's like this unspoken freedom that's, that's with that where it's just genreless. Um, one song I have in particular right now that I keep, I keep debating what genre it is, is um, that Doja Cat song, that new song, Say So. I saw Nicki Minaj jumped on the record and, I'm trying to ask myself, okay, is this a pop record? Is this a funk record? Is this like pop rap kind of bubblegum rap? Uh, yeah, this is. It's actually such an unspoken freedom that's coming out right now with this whole genreless thing. I think that's the beauty of it. It doesn't need to have a box to put it in or a title to have. It can just be music, and you can just enjoy it if you like it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because I definitely, I definitely see that now. Because it, it's getting, it's getting virtually harder and harder to, um, kind of say like what genre is, which, cause it's also intermingled, which is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. So uh,
1: what, what's that other one? Um, Uh, old town road, like, uh, when I remember there was a problem that they had where they had to put that, they had to take it off a country billboard and put it on an urban billboard or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Drums didn't match, or something like that, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, but like, this is what if he was aiming for that? What if he just wanted it to be, you know, it could be any of those genres?" Yeah, I think that sure. was pretty. That'd be dope how they they were so confused.
0: Yeah, and it's gonna, it was. it's going to be interesting too with um just the the years and years that will happen with the Grammys and and if music becomes oh, yeah. more and more like this, it's going to be interesting to see how categories kind of function when music just becomes kind of this thing. Yeah, exactly. But, um, just, uh, some kind of like a final note, um, when it comes to this new record, um, of course we're talking before it gets released. What, um, what's kind of your hope for this one? Like, what do you, what do you want, uh, people to get out of it? And also just because it's, your second EP, What's uh, how, how are you feeling with the, the upcoming release?
1: I'm confident, I think it's gonna show, okay, this kid can sing, like uh, I, I want that to be a topic of discussion when people hear it, okay, this guy is talented, he can sing. Um, yeah, I do the rappy, melodic kind of flows a, a lot, but also I can bring it back and pull it back to a more soulful R&D texture as well. I really want to show my my vocals on this this EP coming out. So I hope people enjoy it and appreciate it. For sure.
0: And um, usually when I talk to artists, I usually say, you know, like, how do you see the rest of the year going? You know, do you have upcoming shows and things like that? But given, of course, the COVID-19 and things like that, it's uh, hard to ask that question. So for you in particular, with the story of, you know, selling copies of your music in high school and things like that, um, what have you learned as an artist, um, that I guess you wouldn't have necessarily known in the beginning when it comes to releasing records and putting your content out there? What's something you've noticed within yourself over these past couple of years, um, that you would have liked I guess, known in the beginning?
1: At it's quality over quantity. I think that, uh, you know, especially in this time right now all we can really do is keep pushing and, and making more ideas uh, with all this freedom and time that we have right now but I think it's it, at the end of the day it comes to quality I mean I'd, I'd rather have five good records great records sorry instead of like 50 okay good records I think I'd rather have you know music that's going to be timeless and, and live on past me going down the road
0: for sure um again man the whole point of like studio one uh, for me personally is to highlight uh, artists in canada and really give a platform for canadian artists to be highlighted so to get you on you know it's an absolute pleasure to have this conversation uh, i think your music is incredible and i can't wait to um see you perform these these records and um definitely with everything going on you know just keep safe uh stay healthy and uh thanks for this conversation, man.
1: Pleasure's all mine, man. Thank you. Keep safe too. You too. Thank you very much. Studio One.